BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Forty-five seconds. Where's Cedars? He's uh, finishing his warm-up. Phones are hot. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Keith? Five seconds. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome to Sound Off Live alongside John Sears. I'm Keith Herbie. You ready? I'm always ready. You look warmed up. I'm a professional. I don't know if I'll ever be used to your routine, but it works for you. Uh, 515-282-9010 to sound off. The Hawkeyes in Minnesota's perfect season and playoff dreams, 23 to 19. It's Iowa's first win over a top 10 team since 2017. Cyclones edge the Texas Longhorns on a walk-off winner from Connor Asali. Matt Campbell has now beaten every team in the Big 12. First Iowa State coach to do that. Let's sound off on this or anything, 515-282-9010. Thanks. Fans needed that. Catharsis Saturday. Iowa and Iowa State finally finished off good teams. It felt good. And fans showed it. In Iowa City, Hawkeye fans politely stormed the field after Iowa did what Iowa always does, beat Minnesota. The last time Floyd of Rosedale lived in Minnesota, Al Franken won re-election. The last time Minnesota took Floyd home from Kinnick Stadium, P.J. Fleck played for Northern Illinois, and Tyler Goodson wasn't even born. So I get it, Iowa owns Minnesota. But these Gophers are good. They were undefeated top 10. Meantime, Iowa spent two seasons coming up short in big Big Ten games. So if some fans want to run on the field and celebrate a signature win, go right ahead. I used to overthink justifiable field storming. Now, who cares? You won't see this kind of party on Sundays. This week, we had another school shooting, impeachment hearings, and a surprise vasectomy. Football is a game. Have fun. If you are, as one Hawkeye fan put it, sickened by happy fans on the field, you need the reality check I had. As for Iowa State fans, they once had an impromptu rally after beating Texas. Now those same fans don't even rush the field, though as we've established, that would be fine too. Cyclone fans have lost so many football games over so many decades in painful fashion and often by missed kicks, kicks to the stones. 
So you can understand why Gene Roush could not bring himself to watch. But Gene's daughter, KJ, captured the joy of Iowa State's walk-off win. I can't watch. The crowd will let me know. That is why we love sports. There's too much dark in the world. When you see light, enjoy every second in whatever way you want. <laughs> Man, that's some good video right there. All right, days like Saturday are a lot of fun for fans, but also a lot of fun for journalists, the media. As I've gotten older in this profession, I've learned it's okay to feel good for an athlete when he or she does well. It's called normal human emotion. We in the media don't always have to act like robots. When you cover a team for years, you get to know some of the players and get a feel for the kind of people they are. I've covered Nate Stanley for the last three seasons. I remember when he was named starting quarterback in the summer of 2017, thrust into the Hawkeye media spotlight as a sophomore where, to be honest, he was not comfortable, nervous in front of the camera, shy, soft-spoken, always nice, but just struggled speaking in front of the media circus. Stanley has had plenty of ups and downs in his career, from rough performances on the road and being picked apart on social media to lighting up Ohio State and eventually leaving Iowa as a top three statistical quarterback all time in school history. Teammates speak highly of him. Fran or Kirk Ferentz raves about him. He's also been at every weekly media availability and every post-game press conference. Win or lose, Stanley stands in front of the media and answers questions. Even last week, after a third straight loss to his home state school, Wisconsin, Stanley stood up, answered all the tough questions with tears in his eyes. It's not easy being a college quarterback. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, but Nate Stanley has been nothing but a class act to Hawkeye football and the media. He's not perfect on the field, but you'd be hard pressed to find anyone say anything negative about him off of it. So on Saturday, when number four made some big time throws and helped lead Iowa to a win over eighth ranked Minnesota, I felt happy for him. It's that human emotion when you see good things happen to good people. Nate Stanley has been just a stand-up guy, and, and, and Brock Purdy at Iowa State, after that loss to Oklahoma State, that painful loss, three interceptions on the final, oh, yeah. three possessions, he too stood there and answered every question, explained every pick. So I think we're fortunate with the head coaches and the quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't take that for granted. We should not, because I've covered teams in the past where players don't come out and talk. Yeah. They'll come out and talk when they win mm -hmm. and everything goes well, but when they struggle, it's off limits. So applaud both of them. Uh, Peyton is in Ames. Peyton, what did you think of the field storming? Hey guys, how we doing? Um, John, you were talking about how classy Nate Stanley is. And I will say he's a classy quarterback, but I got to say it was classless of the Iowa Hawkeyes to storm the field against Minnesota. I understand they're undefeated and they're ranked eighth, but still very classless, I think, in Iowa City, guys. Why is it classless? I, I don't understand that word to describe people going out on the field and being happy. Why is well, it classless? Classless, I mean, here in Ames, we beat Texas. And the, I, I don't understand, understand what class has to do with it. Classless, because Minnesota is not legit. Well, they're ranked eighth. They're ranked eighth, they were undefeated. They're not legit. They're not legit, guys. But I I'll don't, say it can again. You, uh, okay. It, it, it would just be like Dowling Catholic playing, you know, one of these 1A teams. 
but classless mm. doesn't seem like that. you could disagree with whether people should storm the field, but you're saying if they storm the field, they don't have any class? No, no, no. You guys are putting words in my mouth. No, I'm not. You said <laughs> classless. <laughs> Before I dig myself a deeper hole, go clone. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just trying to understand. Yeah. Um, Carlos is in Ames as well. Carlos, um, what's on your mind tonight? I just want to talk about the game in Tejas when we played Texas. We'll do it. You're welcome to do it. So I'm a foreign exchange student from Dowling Catholic, and I want to shout out Blake Clark. He is the holder of the year for the big game. I want to be able to shout him out, and I think we should be ranked top 25 because of that win. All right, thank you. John, uh, does that sound like an audition for the night at the Chuckle Hut or a new Muppet? Well, you played a Muppet for a while, <laughs> weren't, weren't you, Beaker? Yeah, it's not. That's not, that, uh, not going to make the cut. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Colin in Des Moines says the neighbor on the Patrick Mahomes High V commercial looks like Channel 13 anchor Aaron Kiernan. Tiny ref. Man, this is digging deep to find a like a lookalike. John, our viewers will do what it takes. <laughs> Megan says Minnesota's head coach P.J. Fleck looks like actor Rob Cordry. Tiny ref? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that, right that's, there. that's good. Send your lookalikes to soundoff at whotv.com. Guys, the word prejudice gets a bad name. You know, a preconceived opinion that's not based on reason or actual experience. Well, in this case, it's actually about something positive our pride in the decisions made by a couple of local kids. Here comes What's Buggin' Andy. Time for another game of knockout. Jennifer's. One has to go. Which Jennifer do you knock out? All right. Aniston, Garner, Lawrence, or Lopez? It was mm -hmm. National Signing Day this past Wednesday. And that's not what's bugging Andy. No. This week we applauded a couple of local stars. Xavier Foster and Caitlin Clark for deciding to play their college ball in state. That's a natural reaction for us. We like to hear that local kids are staying local and we cheer their choice. But some of us listen to our own words and they sound a little awkward, like we just talked out loud in our sleep. Yeah, I really think Xavier made the right choice on college. Oh yeah, why's that? Well, because I like the Cyclones. Yeah, so since you like the basketball team, you approve of this entire decision to advance his education and begin his adult life at Iowa State. Well, when you put it that way, our joy for kids like Xavier and Caitlin suddenly seems selfish and shallow. But you know what? Let's not overthink this. We like these kids because they're local kids. We know their people. We've watched them grow up. We'll see their families at the games, their mother's proud faces on TV after they score. We'll high-five their dads in the stands. And it's okay to like the local kids most of all. This is not about excluding anyone like the players who aren't from here. It's not thinly veiled xenophobia or racism or nationalism or any ism unless we coin the term local kidism. Everyone loves a local kid and in a state like Iowa where we have so few of them, we love them just a little bit more. Like 
Fred Hoiberg and Tavian Banks and Jenny Baranchek and Peter Jock. To this day, Tim Dwight could ask for a hair donor and within seconds, you'd have a mile of Hawkeye fans lined up ready and willing. A local kid is more than just a familiar face. They're validation of our state, of our schools, of ourselves. If it takes a village to raise a child, then what up, my village? Look at the kid we raised. We'll keep the doors wide open for the next Brock Purdy or Megan Gustafson. But while we have to go looking for their people to pat them on the back, we won't have to do that with these two because their people are right down the street. Heck, they're us. We're their people. And whether they become big time stars or not, that won't change. They'll always be local kids. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. John, just in, we have additional what? video of your warm-up. Why, you, why would you show this? We, we share all with our viewers. Wait, wait, why is Big Sam laughing so much he nearly Ooh. passed out? How are you not bruising? It's, it's the ups. It's got to be the ups, man. I got mad hops. May, maybe get an ice pack. Or sound off live. Oh, I, Nick, how are you even here? Yeah, I'm actually not feeling good. Twitter is at SoundOff13, Facebook is SoundOff Nation. Jordan writes, while beating Minnesota is much better win than beating Texas this year, I was at the Iowa game and did not storm the field. No reason to storm the field after beating Minnesota. I don't care if they are undefeated. Mike writes, all these tweets are talking like running onto the field or court after a last second win is logical and planned out before the game starts. In reality, it comes down to emotion, a game time decision, if you will. You can't judge it if you weren't there. Who's in your five? Notable Floyds. Notable Floyds. Notable okay. Floyds. Number five, boxer Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Uh, number four, pretty boy Floyd. Mm. Yeah, we're off to a rough, rough These start. These are not here. the best Hang Floyds. On. Hang on. Number three, Tim Floyd, oh. former Iowa State coach. Had a had a good run good at one. Iowa State. Didn't go so well with the Bulls. Uh, number two, Floyd the Barber. You got to like him. Your time. Do you know who Floyd the Barber is? It's a little before my time. Yeah. I remember would, my dad watching this show. Yeah, Andy would sit down with Floyd the Barber and leave with the exact same haircut. <laughs> uh, and number one. Obviously. Floyd of Rosedale. Floyd of Rosedale, does he even remember? What's a pig's memory like? Can he remember as an inanimate object what Minnesota was even oh, like? No. no, he has no idea what crossing the border is like. <sighs> all right. Are these new times accurate, Tyler? Because that seems like, did we gain all this time? Okay. So we have a longer show now. Yeah, we do. I just All was, right. was given that. Okay, so we'll go keep with going. This. Just making sure. Tyler's been in the show like nine times <laughs> tonight. John, how many fingers am I holding up? Uh, I'd say four. Okay. How about down here? Can you see one? <laughs> All right. Let's go to Les. Our man Les is in Ames. Les, what did you think of the Cyclones win over Texas? Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the walk-off was was classic. Sorry, to, the Iowa State Cyclones did not rush the field. Um, whoever called earlier talking about classless, um, first of all, use the adjective wrong. Um, the word, when you use classless, it refers to division and social class. So thanks for using that incorrectly. Uh, I guess I thought I, I thought I thought it was a good game. Um, um, 
John, I'm surprised that you that that, that, that you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, how are you I'm, upright, John? That's what everybody's wondering. Right. Look, I play through, I play through pain, man. Les, okay. how, Les, how are you feeling about uh, as Jamie Pollard points out, Iowa State is undefeated when wearing the black uniforms. Yeah, you know, living in Ames and being a part of the athletic department, you know, there was a lot of you know a lot of emails, a lot of circulation, you know, a lot of hate on the black. But you know what? It's a neutral color. You know, the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones can wear them both. I think they're, they, they look good. The team is playing well. Um, Brock Purdy's doing his thing. Um, and how about, really quick, Brees Hall. The guy's running phenomenally. I, he's, he's no David Montgomery. Those are big shoes to fill. But I think I would say has potential to wrap up these last two games, get two wins, and make a good bowl game, guys. Always good to hear from you, Lassie. Yeah, this Brees is a great is really play good. here by Purdy. Look Man. at this. The moon ball just oh. heaves it. That is a wide-open receiver right there. I, this has to be the first time in the history of this state that Iowa and Iowa State played football, beat top 25 teams on the same day, both wearing black uniforms from head to toe. That is really <laughs> narrowing it down right there. That is narrowing that down. Uh, Chris is in Des Moines with a thought on Iowa fans storming the field. This has gotten so much attention. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Well, I mean, I, again, it's a great win. Um, just, you know, just being from Iowa, you're sometimes not allowed to have a, uh, another favorite team. It was just a, a complete, you know, lack of uh, respect from other uh, friends of mine. I've got plenty of friends. I love the Hawkeyes. It's just I'm considered mentally ill because I thought it was just odd that you're a, a ranked team. Uh, in fact, the, the pundits had uh, Vegas had them actually favored by three and a half. And uh, I just thought it was really, I don't get it. I mean, help, help me understand the whole song of the court. Uh, I mean, if you're unranked, you know, but, you know, schedule somebody like Bama, you know, maybe beat them as, you know, a mid-major, and uh, then we can talk, I guess. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to explain. I, this was already Murphy's Law, so I don't want to go over the same ground again. But, John, there are some factors here. This was a tight ball game, so mm -hmm. it comes down to the final drive. That factors in. Also, I think there's a, a, a catharsis here because Iowa has been in so many close games in Big Ten conference play the past two seasons yep. and lost them all and then got over the hump here, beat a rival that was undefeated, knocked them out of the national uh, championship talk of any playoffs or anything like that. I think the fans just wanted something to be excited about. And the students started to go out onto the field and then more followed. I just don't care. Yeah, if, if, don't, you're, if it makes you happy, do it. Don't hurt anybody, but yeah, do it. And, and I, th I think you said it right in Murphy's Law. It was a polite field storm. This was not some aggressive. This everybody wasn't Michigan. Show. No, this this was like some students run onto the field and then some adults saunter onto the field and they're giving high fives. This was not some aggressive thirty thousand people on the field within two minutes. I mean, this this was a polite get on the field, give some high fives. This this was a just a basic get on the field storming, if you want to call it. Yeah, I've changed my thinking on this over the time because I used to overthink field storming, but mm -hmm. now. I'm looking for more reasons in life to be happy. Me too. I'm looking for more reasons to celebrate. I think we should do that at work more. Yeah. You know, instead of uh, finding reasons to have the meetings for things that aren't going well or for stresses, have the meetings just to, to say things are going well and that uh, somebody's doing a good job. Let's find more reasons and all these to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like this. If I just do this every Sunday, people will be happy, right? People will be happy if I do this. John, this is the most popular thing you've ever done on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, man. And Sam, Big Sam Lozada. Look at that. Big Sam Graceful. is just 
Big Sam is so concerned with you, yeah. he, he's like about to rip his spleen laughing. But look at that. Held on to the iPad. Yep, yep. Look at that. That's like a football, you know, like a running back gets trucked over. I held on to that thing. Bosses are taking a look at that right now. They're like, hey, he held on to the iPad. I'm a gamer. Yeah, you do. That's what they teach you in I took football. took a hit. Hold on to the football no matter what. You held on to the iPad. Took a hit. Yeah, take that, Dak Prescott, with your warm-up routine. Christian is in Ames. Welcome to Sound Off, Christian. Hey, hey, Keith, how you doing? Doing uh, yeah, well. I'd just like to talk about that Xavier Foster commitment. I mean, Keith, I think it's time for us as uh, the state of Iowa and take a step back and realize why he committed to Iowa State. It's a no-brainer he committed to Iowa State. The number of players were sent into the league, the Big 12 tournament uh, championships, the number of NCAA um, appearances. I mean, come on. What, what would you do if you're in Xavier Foster's um, shoes? No-brainer, exhaustive. Welcome to Ames, Iowa. We're glad to have you. I agree with Peyton. I will always be the little brother. Welcome to Ames, Xavier. All right, Xavier Foster. Uh, right now, I think, John, even with a guy who grew up as a Hawkeye fan, as Xavier Foster said, mm-hmm. even on commitment day. Dad's gr- a big Hawkeye fan. Grew up a Hawkeye fan from a family of Hawkeye fans. Um, he said he thought Iowa State gave him more of a chance at success. His mom told the Des Moines Register that Iowa State's NBA history and recent NBA success with getting players to the league was a factor. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with any of that. Fran McCaffrey worked at this hard and missed. I mean, yes, this is if you're a Hawkeye basketball fan, this is very concerning. It's it one is a person, miss. but it's a miss. It's it is a, a miss. miss. And, and the, the reason it's a, it's a big miss is because you mentioned he's a Hawkeye fan. Yeah, diehard Hawkeye fan, and all of those things. Fran was in on him like we was eighth grade. It's not from lack of trying. No, no, he, he on him from the get, but still couldn't reel him in, and that's got to be a little concerning. Tiggy is in Des Moines with a thought on the black uniforms that the Hawkeyes wore. I thought that was a sharp look. What mm-hmm. did you think? Hello. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. What's up? What hey, you think of the uh, What you think Diggy. of the uniforms? This is Diggy. Good, Diggy. good, good, good. Welcome to Sound Off. This is a girl. Yes. Got yes. established. Everyone is the welcome. The Hawkeye. Yes. Does, does anybody know the Hawkeye? Yes, I do. I feel like I hit my head on the doorway. <laughs> is the show still going? It is, yeah. Are you okay, John? Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure we're still on. What did you The think? Hawkeye. The Hawkeye from the, Hawk- the New Zealand Blacks. Yes. Oh, the oh, All Blacks. The All Blacks. Uh, the, the rugby. The All Blacks. The Thank rugby. you, boys. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So, if we're going to do black, let's do... All Blacks? All Blacks. Got it. Got it. Thank you. So, Thank you for that call. So they want all black, no yellow, no white. All black. Right. Over, under. Emenecker edition, overrated. The Emenecker sandwich, that is just too much for any normal man. Yeah, even me, and I, I love to eat. If it were four pounds of candy, you'd eat it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm for in. sure. Uh, underrated Emenecker broadcaster. Adam Emenecker is great really good. on the mic. He and Larry Morgan make a great team. Uh, I'm going to go jump into the door frame. <laughs> Dowling Valley Part 2 for the championship. Sound off, face off next.
Time for face-off. Great gets for the in-state schools. Iowa's mm. top boys basketball recruit goes to Iowa State. Girls to Iowa. Cool to see them both staying home. Yeah, Oskaloosa Xavier Foster goes from Hawkeye fan to Cyclone commit. Really appreciate how Foster handled all the attention. Just a low-key, no-nonsense, matter-of-fact press conference. And Dowling's Caitlin Clark says she wants to help bring a national championship to Iowa. John Clark's so good, she's an immediate impact player. Yeah, I'm guessing she will start right away. Yeah, me too. It's been long overdue. For the first time, the state's best football rivalry takes the biggest stage, Valley, Valley Dowling, for the title. The two schools have won 14 of the past 19 4A championships. They've been on this collision course all season, and props to the new system that allows it to happen. You got a prediction? Man, not yet. I've said it all year. Valley has been the best, most consistent team in the state, but can you really bet against Dowling in a championship? Should be a great game. Yeah, Six-time defending champs. Des Moines Public Schools will team with Drake on a proposed $19 million football and soccer stadium. Good idea? It is for Roosevelt. Not sure if, if families at other schools are excited about crossing town. Stadium would be cool, would be cool for Drake, but yeah. we all want to be sure this money could not be better used for everyday education. Many smart people involved, so trust it's all being considered. Scott Frost had five years left on his contract, and Nebraska just added two more years. Frost is 8-14. and 14. Who drew this up? Gary Barta? I think Frost is a good coach, <laughs> I and, I, and I do think he'll get Nebraska back to winning, John, but there was no reason to make this seven years. That's crazy. You just saw Ford versus Ferrari. Good sports movie? Great sports movie. Ooh. Top 10. Wow. I'm not a car guy, and I knew nothing about Le Mans, but this is a riveting true story, and Matt Damon, and especially Christian Bale, could not be better. Man, I better see it. You should. Go to the Palms IMAX if you can. Good Racing's stuff. incredible. Knockout, Jennifer's. Knockout, Jennifer. There's a comma there. <laughs> Knockout, pause. Jennifer's. One had to go. And, and it, it's, it's, it's not weird. Aniston. Not Aniston. Our viewers love Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Garner, not so much. 42% of the vote. Garner is knocked out. Jeez, Aniston couldn't have been Lopez much more safe. That's one of the second. lowest votes there. That's, yeah. uh, that's something. It's a friends crowd. You know, yeah. the friends. Yeah. Friends. All right. Is uh, is Tiny Ref on vacation still? I don't know. It, it, I feel like we've had a good show without him. But you don't even know where you are right now. <laughs> are we live? All right, let's take some uh, calls here. Let's do it. John is in Sac City. John, what would you think of Iowa's alternate uniforms? I was kind of caught off guard because when's the last time Kirk Ferentz has done alternate uniforms twice in one season? I, you, you don't see it very often with him. I thought these looked sharp. I, I, I thought they looked great. I liked them. I, I liked them. Yeah, I, I, I liked them a lot. I like the black pants with the yellow stripe down the side. Um, Do, I like the look. Has he done alternate uniforms? Because they wore the bananas one week. Yeah, uh, the yellow ones against Penn State. It, yeah, it just looked like bananas with shoes. Yeah. You, li um, you like the American flag or the red, white, and blue? Yeah, for Veterans Day, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I, Veterans Day was Monday, mm -hmm. so I, I had to think a, a minute, like, oh, why? What it was for, yeah. But it's their first home game uh, with a chance to honor the veterans. I so like sure. them. I like them. Yeah. Uh, Jason in Ames with a thought on field storming, this topic kind of taking over. Jason? Yeah, I don't want to beat this uh, topic down too much, but I just want to explain for uh, people that haven't uh, seen a game in Jack Trice Stadium and well, I think we all remember, and I remember your Murphy's Law on this uh, last year, how Dana Holgerson complained about uh, our field storming that happened in Jack Trice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Big well, 12 uh, got upset about it because of his complaint. 
Yeah, and so what happened this season is that Jack Tracy and uh, security personnel, they uh, prepare ropes for opposing teams to exit the stadium safely, and that now ruins the spontaneity of field storming. So we're over there in the student section, it's right in front of the student section. That's right. Yeah, because the, the visitor sideline right in front of the students, so the ropes block the students. Apologies to Philip and Urbandale. We are out of time. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Cyclones and Hawkeyes celebrate exciting last minute signature wins. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.